0: bright horizons is not a religious institution no it's not and so they but so there's a couple of things there right then like, it would be titled
1: dim horizons
0: <laughs> sorry.
1: <laughs> sorry sorry go ahead Shane.
0: no i can't, I can't. <laughs>
2: and we found our show title that's the one that's the one <laughs>
0: Hold on. Okay. I'll get it back. I promise. I don't know you will have that. (laughs) Oh, it's so sad.
1: Welcome to episode 238 of Pub Theology Live, a weekly conversation on life and faith over a craft brew pint, a fine wine, or whatever happens to be in your glass. On today's episode, the Reverends Ogun Holder, Shanna Weston, and yours truly, Brian Burkoff, address and engage what's happening
2: through a theological lens with a good brew in hand. That good brew might be in one of these fine Pub Theology pint glasses. I found mine. I'm so excited. Um, it got lost somewhere in my move in my relocation. Uh, Shannon is double fisting with two of them. Um, but uh, these are one of the perks, the, the the swag that you can get. If you become a member on Patreon, you can get swag like this. But whatever level you decide to sign up, at, you will get access to extra, extra, extra content um pre and post show content uh like today we were uh, just as we were about to record we got this news alert about uh, the supreme court being asked to block the cancellation of student debt so we had a fun discussion around that <laughs> in real time so yeah that's the kind of stuff you can get so head over to patreon.com slash pt live And starting at $7 a month, you get access to all this good stuff, extra extra content. And as always, big thank you to our current patrons.
0: Today we'll be discussing game shows, whether beards are biblical, and religious discrimination. So, what are we drinking? Are female beards included in that? Mm -hmm. Maybe need to take care of, get my little electrolysis. Anyway, (laughs) um, for this discussion, we're going to need a drink. So, Brian, what are you drinking today? Uh,
1: today I am drinking a Life in the Clouds double dry hopped IPA with uh, Simcoe and Mosaic
2: hops. Very nice. Uh, what, so double dry IPA? I don't understand. It. Like I get, I get double dry hopped. I'm dry dry you know. hop meaning what? That it's even so they more dry enough. the hops
0: twice.
2: So what is that? How's, how's, how does how that figure out in the taste? This is the question versus a single dried hop you know what i'll i'll take a sip and let you know (laughs) (laughs) that's code for i don't know correct uh what are you drinking shannon
0: um i am even though this is a spring beer derek found a case of my favorite um union um mountain girl hefeweizen oh yes um Mm -hmm. somebody had obviously forgot about it in a store closet and brought it out and he yeah. bought it for me while I was away. So I am drinking that today. I should have a hot toddy though, because I've lost my voice. Right. And, um, I had one last night, but today I'm just gonna have a good old fashioned beer.
2: would you have last night, the voice or a hot toddy?
0: Um, I had the hot toddy because this, of
2: my voice. Because <laughs> of your voice. Is this is this a result of the wonderful uh, vacation you guys are on? Is that why you lost your voice?
0: It is. It's because of the wonderful vacation I went on, and then I came home and did two services, including speaking and singing, and then yelled at my kids for two days, and then my voice Uh, just went away. Because, you know, it's been a week speaking normally and just (laughs) talking to my husband and some people in a, you know, resort. So. Kids will break every time. Every Uh, time. Ogan. what are you drinking?
2: uh, From New Belgium Brewery, we have the Atomic Pumpkin. Um the spicy release, not the special. This cross out special and wrote spicy for some reason. The spicy release, um, and the the can artwork. Um, this is a good this is a good Facebook viewing moment. This is some interesting can artwork, it's like a pilot skeleton. Yeah, they like the skeletons, they've got that on the voodoo ranger IPA, also. Yes, also, also a voodoo ranger number. Oh, there we go. There you go. While it's still fall, I shall I shall still pumpkin.
0: Yeah, I haven't broken out the pumpkin beers yet. Now that vacation's over, I need to go get some.
1: Yeah, I have not either, but it is well into October. I mean, it's October. well
0: into October.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm running
0: late. I'm yeah, behind. No.
1: Seriously.
0: I'm going to an Oktoberfest this weekend, though, so I'll be it in then.
1: There you go. That sounds fun. <laughs> On to today's topics. All right. If you could be on any game show, which one would you choose? You
2: hey guys, I think they still do it. Uh supermarket suite, remember? Supermarket suite. I don't know that.
0: Uh, I think they do on one of like like one of the networks channels.
2: So basically basically people are racing through a supermarket with you know, they've got the cart and they gotta they gotta pick up stuff. And whoever ends up with the highest amount, I haven't watched it in, I mean it's gotta be decades now. But but the, you know, they'll they'll check you out and whoever has the highest total wins. I think they but then they go on to some other level and win something else. I don't remember. Hmm. But there was always a strategy, right? People would like first thing they'll do is like run to the frozen section and get like these big massive frozen turkeys or something like that. And and then you could you could find certain um hidden items that had a special um extra price and it was always the strategy of what groceries you're going to get how much time might you devote to finding this special item and then you had a you had a spotter right so you'd you'd fill a cart and you rush back to the register and your spotter friend would, would would toss you the extra cart and it was a whole thing and i think the reason i love this show as much as i did oddly enough because my parents owned a supermarket oh yeah and I always had this fantasy of and when I of say supermarket, it. yeah, but <laughs> <when I, laughs> running through it, running through it with wild abandoned <laughs> with a shopping cart. Yes. Um, and and I say supermarket, it's that word supermarket is going to heavy lift. it's more like a corner corner store. And they had like two aisles in it um, still there in Barbados to this day. But but that was that was my fantasy to just run through and just throw shit in the cart all the time. So, so yeah, Supermarket Sweep.
0: There it is. I think I'd want to be on Jeopardy.
2: Ooh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I'm smart enough to be on Jeopardy, but I think I'd want to be on Jeopardy. I
2: was going to say, I think I would, I think I would do better on at Jeopardy than I actually would.
0: Yeah, like I yeah. do well, I, it, or you know what? Family Feud. I think I'd do Family Feud. Oh,
2: oh yes. with my
0: family we would we would clean up family food
2: (laughs) you you probably would you probably would i think i would do good on jeopardy because i do know a lot of random stuff but is it the exact random stuff that's gonna show up that day
0: (laughs) right now
2: um
1: would that be with the current host shannon if you could choose the host of the show
0: um Oh, of Jeopardy or of uh, Family Feud?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, who Jeopardy is the current host of Jeopardy? To be with Alex? Did they ever forget that they out. They don't.
0: They switch between. So obviously, Alex Trebek. I would want to be my host of Jeopardy, but sure. and I have not gotten into the controversy of that. Um, right, same. But Steve Harvey is the current host of Family Feud. Yeah, and I only know that because of the reels. <laughs> Yeah. um who was the host when i was growing up
1: the, the guy i remember was richard dawson
0: yeah, yeah. he was like um
1: he was I always so inappropriate with the ladies it made me uncomfortable.
0: yeah <laughs> and like and i actually i don't like steve harvey generally you know he's kind of whatever right. um he's kind of whatever makes him money whatever makes him powerful whatever makes him famous right which like whatever but um I don't actually mind him as the host of Family Feud. I think no, he's, he's not
1: terrible at it. He, he's under- No, I
0: think he's, yeah, I think I think he, he has the pr- appropriate responses as, as a comedian. So, so I want host, um, sorry, Drew you're... Carey to be the host of Family Feud if I get my choice of anybody. There okay. you go. Or Will Ferrell. Oh, I want Will Ferrell to host, Ferrell. host Family Feud. That would while be fun. I'm, <laughs> that would be fun. I'm...
1: In last place with negative $69. <laughs>
0: Oh, brother,
2: Sean Connery. That would be fun. No, I'm done with Steve Harvey. Host of Jeopardy, uh, actress and acclaimed actress, author, and neuroscientist, Mayim Bialik. Bialik, yeah. 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 And she's
0: very, she's controversial in that role.
2: Well, apparently, it, she's supposed to have guests, uh, co-hosting... Um, time with ken jennings and then some 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 shit rolled out about ken jennings Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah they were like yeah we gotta let you go
0: i i i I, so we haven't watched it so (laughs) jeopardy was always on when we ate dinner when i was a kid um and so like that's what i anyway whatever yeah but i so i haven't watched it currently i don't watch it currently
1: right understood
0: brian what would you do Uh, I would
1: would... well I would do um The Price is Right with Bob Barker.
2: Mostly for nostalgia. I don't
0: think I would be good at the price is right.
2: Remember that scene in Happy Gilmore when he gets into fight with Bob Barker. Yeah.
0: (laughs) When I think of Bob Barker, I think of how I met your mother and Barney Stinson's uh um belief that his father was Bob Barker
1: there you go so i mean you know the the running they call your name and you run forward and then there's the spin the wheel and the showcase showdown and yeah. you know fun games like plinko or the yodeling mountain climber where you're trying to get the price before he falls off the cliff i mean it just like when i got to watch that show it's because we didn't have school that day it was a snow day or maybe it was summer but it always felt like okay school's out and we get to watch mm-hmm. Price is Right, you know? So it just is like a nostalgia thing for me.
2: Um, I stand corrected. Ken Jennings is also co-hosted. He's back.
0: Yeah, I thought he was. I thought yeah. that crap rolled out, and then they said, uh, we, we're we going to let him do it anyway. Yeah,
2: okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, I really uh, yes. did. I think, I think that's exactly what happened. I, I think, think that's um, right. <laughs> yeah. Kind of good for them, I guess.
2: I don't know.
1: Uh-uh. So friends who are uh, following I'm on Facebook... Invested uh feel free to comment uh what game show would you want to be on and why and i should probably really put more thought into this like what could i actually win and what would be the prize or the money value
0: i think i could win wheel of fortune
1: yes yes
0: i think i could win wheel of fortune i don't think i could win jeopardy i think i would enjoy being on jeopardy
2: given given uh the uh, puzzles that have been on wheel of fortune and the people who have missed solving them. I think, yeah. I think we all got a good chance.
0: Ah. Yeah. 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 No, no. no. I, I mean, wheel of fortune is basically Hangman. Like yeah. I can right. do that.
1: And they yeah. don't even make it hard.
0: Yeah. No, it they was don't make like it
1: before wordle, there was wheel of fortune.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. But if we're talking about what's winnable, I think I could win wheel of fortune.
1: Yeah. 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 All right. Now we're getting into the, the good stuff. That in an doing article a lot of heavy
2: lifting right there <laughs>
1: yeah yeah <laughs> in an article entitled oh beard where art thou greg morse staff writer at desiringgod.org asks why did god make men with the capacity to grow beards why grow beards at all or why not give them to children and women is it not because god delights in the distinctions he made beards protest against a world gone mad They testify in their own bristly way that sex distinctions
2: matter.
0: I'm sorry. What
2: are you? Are you? Are you? you, Is this a case for you keeping your own beard? What is happening? I'm 24 years old right now, and I've been growing a beard for about 10 or so years.
0: Also, I have met some women and myself included when I'm not groomed that have some pretty nice beards. So (laughs) I don't know what y'all talking about. It's just a result of testosterone in your system. (sighs) Are like, beards way, Shannon, with men, a sign
1: of biblical masculinity?
0: So, so, are you saying that men that can't grow beards aren't as masculine as men that can grow beards?
1: Well, they're not as they're not as biblical.
2: <laughs> I love that you can't even pull that off with a straight face. I, you know how ridiculous you sound.
0: I think <laughs> this, that Greg this is Morse, ridiculous.
2: I'm calling bullshit on
0: Greg Morse. I think Greg Morse had a slow news day. He needed to hit his quota of (laughs) posts and wrote out some bullshit.
1: Well, I mean, this, so this strikes me as a, someone trying to find a new way to insert toxic masculinity in a, under the guise of something that feels somehow culturally acceptable or it feels or like he's trying a... to say this feels like a an anti-women anti-trans kind of post
2: that he's trying to get biblical justification for or his wife told him to shave, and he didn't want to. I feel, I feel this is like a personal thing here, but, but again, again, they're trans people with beards. Uh, to, well, to I know, point. Like, right. you know. So I, I
1: know, mean- but, 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 see, he's saying that sex distinctions matter. Beards protest against a world gone mad, and I would think, I would imagine, yeah.
0: What does that mean
1: for him? That madness is the rise of accept cultural acceptance of the LGBTQ plus community. And that feels like a threat trans community. The world that he knows yeah. or wants to hold on to that isn't the real world anymore. And maybe never well, it certainly never should have been.
2: Don't you think? That's how it strikes me. I think, I think, why are we even talking about this? I think this is so stupid. Like it it's <laughs> it's stupid and and it's dangerous. It's two things. I think it's, it's dangerous, yes. And it's dangerous. It's not good. So, so uh okay so let me let me shift because let me shift my perspective and come to the dangerous part of this because the stupidness of it is just overwhelming but but yes it is it is dangerous because again we're it, it's a it's this is he's making a case for the binary right uh yes masculine and and, and feminine are two distinctly different things exactly women have their roles women have their roles um and 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 as long as we adhere to to the Right, biblical description of those roles we are we're good with god yeah and so listen
0: if we go back to biblical times these women are going to be walking around with some scraggly hairs (laughs) like i am telling you when i am old and in the nursing home like when i go visit people who you're gonna be
1: you're gonna be doing one of these
0: i am telling people if you love me you don't need to come visit me just make sure someone plucks that's all i want i just want (laughs) someone to pluck my chin because, and like, we live in a world where beauty expectations for women are over the top, right? Like, we yeah. get electrolysis mm-hmm. so that our, our hairs on our chin don't grow in. Or now I happen to have very light hair, but I have friends and even children who have very dark hair and have mustaches, right? Or, you know, hair on the side of their like, we all have hair on our face.
1: Yeah. It's part of just, being
0: like, human, is what it's that is. Part, exactly. And like, I, this is just just, just some
2: stupid shit.
0: Im- I can just like, imagine
1: at Greg's house his wife is like, hey honey, could you do the laundry? And he's like, see this beard? I,
0: I,
2: All right. So so listen, I had to pull up the article because because
0: yeah, when I saw well, this question, so I was one,
2: like, I was like, are we really talking about this? Uh but in so this is not a defense of the author. This is to be to to give the yeah. articles a fair shake. He said, so he says. I'll pick up some places. So what of the beardless, right? He Mm -hmm. says, uh, even even the shaved can be saved. Nor do do beards, hang on, nor do beards make us men. Some boys living in in basements, addicted to video games and porn, grow beards. But here we walk a fine line. Does this then relegate the bear, that ancient landmark to a matter of obsolete decoration of mere preference? I'm going to say yes to that. (laughs) um
0: so can i tell you a story
2: even
1: the beardless can be saved how gracious of you greg right
0: um so one i would be interested to hear so beards are biblical like there are discussions of beards in the bible let's so he's not pulling this idea of linking beards and the bible He actually, out of thin air and he right? actually says for if
2: you walk according to your god-given and god-matured masculinity which is going to need some breaking down you are a bearded man whether you have hair in your face or not so the so he's so, using beardedness as like a metaphor for godliness
0: which is also like again calling also bullshit, bullshit. Right.
2: but yeah. so Gross.
0: so does does greg trim his you know side his, curls? Of, his side curls because right. if you want to be biblical about it that's the part you're not allowed to cut You know, it's not it's not the part around your mouth and whatever that you're not allowed to cut. It's it's the sides there. But anyway, I still am going to whatever. But so when we were away in Mexico, we met an actor from Canada and he had recently taken a role where he was playing a gay man. And in it, he had to kiss another man and they were both bearded. And he went home to his girlfriend and was like. How do you do this? Because that is some scratchy and itchy shit. And I was like, one, not if you take care of it. Like beards can be very soft if you take care of them. And trust me, my husband has a whole regimen of beard groomingness going on in our bathroom. He's got more well, he is very biblical. He, well, see, though, <laughs> <Civo. laughs> but two, there's also that. um, that scratchiness is not all bad and that it comes in handy in certain spaces but just maybe not the way nice. that he was doing it so nice. listen i am a woman who likes a bearded man but if my and when my husband shaves his beard i'm immediately what did you do why did you do that i am right. calling into question i am not calling into question his salvation his worthiness or or his his masculinity maybe his state of
2: psychosis you're calling i'm I'm calling into
0: question who did you get mad at and why do you need to change and how can we you know whatever i'm calling into question his uh, unease in life not his manliness yeah or his godliness his
2: state with god right
0: right yeah Um, burn that article and throw it away i
2: mean seriously and, and this is this is the part that really gets me um well, and there's more in a, in a not oh yes in a not because i really had to go like hey why would brian bring this to us i you know and i gotta yeah your beard i figured <laughs> uh and then he says but this is the part um talked about the appreciation of the beards, right and appreciation of um good um he says is it not because god delights in the distinctions he made the the day and the night, land of the water, heavens and the earth, man and the woman. He puts in quote, good. Um, he says he shaded the man's face with his pencil from the very beginning. What ecstasy of Adam observing the beautiful and smooth face of Eve? Like me, yet not. All right. This appreciation is under assault in many places today. Figuratively speaking, our culture dislikes everything about beards. We paste false beards on women and shave the beards of men. Catechizing the children that there isn't any difference, hair is just hair with enough hormones, anyone can grow them. Claiming to be wise, we have become fools, exchanging the glory of God for images Romans 1 20, 23. And now we barter away our own. This dude, this dude needs an intervention.
1: That, that
2: he's <laughs>
1: he is throwing verses where they don't.
0: I fit. listen, the, I want to put. I want to put one last comment on all of this, which is not only is the idea that the bigger, bushier, better beard you have make you more masculine and therefore more godly, toxic. Like we don't talk enough about so we don't talk enough about women that have higher levels of testosterone, and we don't talk mm-hmm. enough about men that have lower levels of testosterone. Right. Yes. And that neither one of those makes you less female or less male or less whatever gender on the spectrum that you are called to be yes. by your God given right. So I just we we have to be careful in every single one of these conversations, and and to be honest, there's there's a racial element to it as well um so so it's genetically
2: right because because the author is black of this article and i was very disappointed in that ah
0: (laughs) so like genetically in my understanding Mm -hmm. from things i've read in the past right genetically native american um indigenous people don't grow as much facial hair as european and african or Asians. My, my, right. Exactly. The, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. are derived from a very similar group, by the way, ultimately, yeah. if I'm remembering my history of humanity. Um, but anyway, so it's a very not just Western European, but very like. European Afrocentric view to say bearded, and even Middle Eastern, right? That mm-hmm. those are where the bearded kind of countries are. Mm. If anyway, yes. well, I don't want to get too far into that, but there is a racial element to beards as well. What
2: What are the Bible's views on hair and other parts of the body? Is there like a whole pubic hair thing going on in the Bible too? I never dug that deep down
0: oh i don't think so why don't
2: you just read leviticus and get back to us Hogan? do a little I research should, i should i should probably do that i do know there's enough, i often i often use this verse in leviticus about not uh not uh shaping around and off the hear when when i'm in conversations with people who point to uh anti-homosexual bible verses the bible mm-hmm. says this oh right like you know like well i can point a bunch of ways y'all aren't literally following the bible either and, and two, I yes yeah, to this this one uh yeah you know. two
0: forms of uh you know cl- like weaving of clothing and yeah, blah blah yeah. blah. And yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I hear mm. you. Yeah. Mm. All right.
1: Okay. Well, let's go to a different text. Uh Romans 831 says, if God is for us, who can be against us? It's a verse that's used in different contexts, different times and places, wondering how could this verse, how can this verse be used positively and conversely, how can it be misused? If God is for us, who can be against us? I refer to the Crusades.
2: That's all I got. Exhibit A, your honor. I rest my case. Exhibit A, A. I rest my case. (laughs) The the Crusades.
0: yeah this text is used when people imply that there is an us and a them and i am part of the us that is god Mm -hmm. and not part of in this text if god is for us which is all of humanity and all of creation let's be more specific who can be against all of creation like i love that i love this question yeah yeah, that's a
1: positive use of it
0: Mm yeah yeah it's when the misuse comes when people say, "If God is for us, creating an us and a them, right? Us, I am us on the
1: bearded g- subset.
0: Us bearded subset, right? <laughs> like yeah. I am on the God part, and you are over here on the them part. Yes, that's that's when it becomes problematic. This question also comes after a long liturgy of all. That there is nothing in any creation that can separate us from the love of God. Right. Therefore, right. right? If if God is in and through and with and of all things and the ground of all things and blah 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 blah. Yeah, neither height nor depth
1: ne- can separate us from the love of God. Can separate
0: us from that love, then if God is for us, who can be against us? And so you you misuse it. If you so if we have that amount of love and we cannot shake that love in any way, then then how do we live fully into our being and how do we live with joy and understanding and compassion mm. and freedom and every and liberty and all of those good things? Yeah, that I mean, that's where this com- question comes from,
1: and that's beautiful and and taken in that in that context and in that. Uh, framework is is inspiring it can be uplifting and i love that focusing on the defining who is the us there and it's the misdefining of the us that's making that a subsection rather than the whole that just can make a beautiful thing perverted again
2: the crusades Just to start.
0: Or, yeah, or, I mean, Westboro Baptist or like, or even the smaller things, right? Even the let's, let's go to the hard place, right? If you're not Christian, then you're not blah, 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 right? Like if you are not fill in the blank, like whatever. I mean, this is, this is a scripture, whether the writer of Romans meant it or not, this is a scripture that is about God's wildly inclusive love. Mm. And there is no label, and absolutely nothing that you could categorize yourself into that would take you away from that love. And so and it it's falls not,
2: apart. It falls apart when when specific groups create God in their image. And exactly, sure that's like it falls
0: apart. that that great Anne Lamont quote, right? When God is made in your image, yep. or you know, closer to your image than. Well, I forget when it right god now, hates anyway. all
1: the same people you do you've made it you've made god in your image you've or made god like in your
0: image not yeah. you in god's image yes yeah yeah so Look that's a up. great
1: point Ogan. that it's not just the defining of the us it's also how are we defining god is obviously a, a crucial yep. part of that equation as well yes
0: um, i i've so i've found this i mean part of the reason why i love this i've i've reclaimed from my southern baptist roots this scripture and the god works all things towards good. Um I do leave off the for those who believe in him. But <laughs> um but I've I've reclaimed those because they're really um helpful in my work of um the the beauty that excitement and anxiety are the same physical emotion. Mm. Have I talked about this on the show before? Um, So I learned this from Atlas of the Heart, Brene Brown's new book. Mm -hmm. So that talks about all the emotions and that excitement and anxiety are the same emotion physiologically. And what the difference is, is the thoughts attached to them. And so every time I start, so it doesn't work for like major anxieties, like when I'm having panic attacks. Right. But when I start to feel a minor anxiety rise, like I remind myself that um, I can just unattach the anxious, the fear thought to that and reattach an anxiety thought and and actually ask myself, like, how do I, yes, question your perception. I, as well. I wore
2: the right shirt for the show today. You
0: did. So like, am I actually how am I actually excited about this? What's the antithesis of this, right? What's the other side of this coin? Um, so like I'm about to do this new work venture and every time I start to get anxiety about it, I'm like, wait, like I am so excited for this to start. And the anxiety is is that I'm not doing it yet right but right. but that i'm really reminding myself that i'm actually that excited about it that i'm feeling this way
1: yeah and so leaning into the excitement part and and trying to reframe the anxiety part of yeah
2: it. And anxiety and, think- and anxiety is is often connected to fear and fear is often connected to uh, 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 tara brock the buddhist teacher talks about fear as the anticipation of future pain so it's this idea of you know what will have what might happen if this doesn't work and we right. think of the worst case scenarios and, and and that that drives a lot of anxiety in us. We're really good at thinking of the worst case scenario. Oh, we're, we're, we do it yeah. most of the time. That's just and like our default. I know. And, it is. and and it has, but it comes from a survivalist perspective, right? It yeah. comes from from having to prepare to go in the jungle and survive yeah. attacks from all sorts of things. We don't need that anymore, but it's 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 hardwired into us and and this is this is why mindfulness practices, and along lines what Shannon is saying, is when we notice this happen, really make the distinction between is this real or is it just my brain creating yeah. these scenarios yeah. and I'm believing them to be real. And, it's like and a legacy of also-
1: earlier human software that we need to update.
2: But we and- can. This this is the thing. We we it's it's hardwired into us but we can overwrite it
1: yes through practices intentionality etc. Yes.
0: well and one of the things that i also do is to say like so if my anxiety is going up about money right which is a real anxiety that's blah 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 but then then i ask myself like okay this is very much linked to a value of mine it's it's not a fear that i don't have enough money it's a fear that my family will be in danger or that, mm-hmm. you know, will like it's not that I'm afraid of losing my house because this house is so precious to me. It's the fact that this is the house that houses my family.
1: Yeah, yeah, what right? it represents.
0: What it represents, it's security,
1: safety,
2: shelter, right. all the things.
0: All the things, but that's that's how I view this question from Romans, right? I view it in that same light of mm. this could be anxiety producing and and categorizing and us versus them or it could be this really beautiful exciting um you know permission giving question
2: Mm -hmm. of
0: you know uh, my spiritual director says you know um god will provide but we have to meet god halfway right so i have to do the work but but i also trust that the work will lead somewhere so if God is formed for us, who could be against us? And again, us as creation here, like then there, that is a hopeful question. That is an, that is extremely hopeful view and, of and, the world.
2: And for me, what this what this evokes in me as a person who understands God to be simply uh, along the line of saying that the the ground of being, that the the presence of the presence of all that is manifested as us. Sure. Uh, the, the, the image that comes to mind is like the parting of the Red Sea, right? When we when mm-hmm. we are grounded in, in that uh and, and remembering and believing and living from that fullness of the divinity that we are, then then a, a, the, the path clears or or there's more potential for the path to be clearing before us. Um, Now, granted, you know, based on who you are, you might have some more systemic obstacles in your place. And at the same at the same time, it becomes, I believe, easier to not see these obstacles as uh, permanent roadblocks and things that can't be over overcome. So it it, it really, um, to echo what Shannon was saying, and a statement of empowerment, as who we are as divine beings and our presence in the world and what we are able to to accomplish and 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 presence for ourselves as the presence of of the divine so so yes um and and conversely i could take that i could take that same thing and like you know become a cult leader or start a megachurch and you know exploit tons of people and all that sort of thing so so for me this is I, i i tend to say i tend to say um god slash divinity slash all that is within us is neutral it's you know it's always how we decide to use it Mm. um so uh and, and part of that answering that theodicy question right when um you know bad things happen to good people and and bad people just seem to be getting away with all kinds of shit it's it's you know the 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 ability to harness divinity and be divinity is is neutral we decide how we're gonna use it And that's why there's so much goodness and beauty in the world coexisting with so much stupidness, like people asking about beards being masculine. Sorry, I I got to bring it back to that because that.
0: So what if if the preposition wasn't for what if, you know, if God is in us, how can God be outside of us?
2: No preposition at all. If God
0: is us. If God is us. Ooh, How can we be gosh. other than God? Right, mm-hmm. like, um, and and listen. Let's not pretend that the Greek here isn't malleable, right? Let's no doubt, not facts. That, yeah, the English you know,
1: translations are never perfect,
0: right? And so, whatever, and and I I really do. And listen, some some scriptures still for me are still too twitchy. I can't I can't as much work as I do. I can't reframe them. <laughs> but this is one this is one that really I have, I have said Romans eight has been one that I have said, no, this really embodies what I believe God to be. Yes. And so how do I, how do I hold this with all the integrity of what I believe and what I know God to be, but, but don't be afraid to reframe it for your own right in the spirit of that Liberty and freedom um, to become your own question.
1: Yeah. The, the the thing when Ogan is talking, like I I certainly, yes, we we tend to um recruit or use ideas about God for for good or for ill, and so on. but this this almost gets to me this question, and I can't remember if there's a philosopher or, or someone who asked, you know, is the universe a friendly place or not? like is the universe mm-hmm. for us or against us? That was Einstein. Was it Einstein? Yeah okay who's, who's said, and, um, and so this yeah, this to uh, me is in a way answering that question the affirmative right that that the universe is for us that god is for us that existence is for us but again it, it it's an invitation for us to then to live into the most positive aspects of that and to live into that ourselves like what's my invitation
2: and to be well, part and, of that but we also so so the the asterisk caveat to that is that 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 is a that is a, also a very privileged statement and belief right because it, depending yes. on a person's lived experience the universe is not a friendly place at, at all right and so is the universe neutral
1: is the universe neutral which is maybe what you were saying yes <laughs> go with that at best at best maybe at best. <laughs> i think well okay
0: so a couple of thoughts come to mind there one is like originally my thought was like the earth renews itself like right. If we were to stop everything that's causing climate change right now, the earth would like well, the we earth saw that has, in
2: COVID, right? When everybody stayed yes. home, right?
0: We saw that in COVID like the earth has the ability to 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 correct the damage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe that is the language of getting back to neutral. The earth has the ability to get back to neutral to find homeostasis. Um, yes. yeah. The body has the ability, right? The body has the ability to heal. Like our uh, uh, um, mm. Juan Miguel Ruiz, who wrote the five, Four Agreements years and years ago, he wrote this other little book called The Mastery of Love. And then there was yes. also a Love little, book. little book that was like prayers and stuff. <laughs> and in it was like a prayer of the body, which is someone who struggled with body image. I just felt was really beautiful, yeah. which was like... We live in a world where our bodies are working against us, right? So like we have a hangover and we're like, oh, why does my body hate me? Blah, 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 blah. Right. Where the body's going, like, I'm I'm trying to like keep you safe and and hold everything that you've done.
2: And remind you that ingesting alcohol is not a good idea. (laughs) Like you poured
0: poison into me and I (laughs) kept you alive. And you're
2: wondering, and and now you're, and now you're being mad at me for it. And now
0: you're mad at me, right? Like (laughs) you eat only processed foods and you gain weight and now you're mad at me like why is my body again you know right? right so anyway so i but i think you're i think that's a good way of looking at that is like it's not inherently good or bad it's just it is neutral it's so, elvita
1: is for us who could be against us
0: well okay but like so when you but if you put that to the universe like i can't go to mars and just live right, right. like i i can't survive without mechanisms and like that's not a natural state for me right and so like mars is against me as a human Mm. being who breathes air and needs gravity and as an earthling right Right. so anyway there 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 are elements to this Mm. um but yeah like there's a there's a home and there's a neutrality and it's such an interesting thing to think about
1: Mm. absolutely indeed All right, we're gonna try to squeeze in one more here. A Southern California teacher has sued Bright Horizons Children's Center an international childcare program claiming religious discrimination after she said she was terminated for refusing to read children's books promoting same-sex marriage. She says her religious beliefs teach her that marriage is quote, a sacred covenant divinely instituted by God as a lifelong union between one man and one woman. And among the books she refused to read were Mommy, Mama, and Me, Daddy, Papa, and Me, and Love Makes a Family. So the question is, do you sympathize with her position saying, hey, it's this is against my religious beliefs and I'm being forced to read these? And can or should she win a suit like this where she's trying to have this job but then not read these kinds of books to, to children?
2: Is she... Is is she married to the beard guy? Who, who I was so gonna her ask her name that.
0: Name? Is this Greg's like, is wife? Maybe they should. Uh, maybe they should hook up.
2: Oh my God. I, I know oh my that God. was. I know that was wrong, but I just had to ask. <laughs> no, I just, my brain I
0: just, went exactly to that place.
1: That was too perfect. Oh my gosh!
0: So it's funny oh because God. I'm gonna really be honest. Um, I glanced at this. And I was thinking the opposite, like if someone uh, was refusing to promote nuclear, you know, traditional family values in books or something. And my first thought was, oh, we've got to do more of that. Right. Like we got we need more suits like that of like. Um,
1: right. Pushing back on the status quo.
0: Pushing back on status quo from the religious side, right? Yes. Um, Now, that would be, for me, that would be an extreme, but nonetheless. But like, or I guess the the suit would be like reading traditional marriage books or, you know, family books without the other, you know, without the same-sex marriage books. But anyway, because this to me is like, just, just you're hired for a job that doesn't have anything to do with your religious beliefs. It does like,
1: well, she would claim otherwise in this
0: instance,
2: more and more, listen, let's call it what it is more and more. The, uh, uh, protecting our religious beliefs has become an excuse to discriminate to do. Yeah. Yes. You know, so there's, there's, there's there's that two, no you i so do i sympathize with her position no can she win a suit like this yes she can given the nature of our supreme court this is one of these ridiculous cases that could make its way all the way to the supreme court it has right you know the baker who refused to make the cake for the gay couple all that ridiculousness um should she win no she shouldn't i think i think what we've lost here is personal accountability if you work at a place that again, and I'll admit, this is a fairly privileged position I'm taking of like, sure, I can go and get another job. But if you work in a place that conflicts with your religious beliefs, go get another job. That's on you. Yeah. That's on well, but you.
0: So where where do personal beliefs become the catchphrase for my opinion?
2: Right. Wow. Where does your person's belief give, wow. you, give you the right to not do your job as asked? uh you know right you 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 like, my earlier. opinion
0: is that these books aren't right or whatever you know these books promote a false reality i, I don't know how so i think
2: i think her so i think for her and people like her uh religious belief and opinions are one and the same yeah i was gonna no, say that's what this, i'm she saying she would totally conflate those
0: and 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 this this is a suit that conflates those things right but what my opinion is in my job and what my job is are often sometimes two different things
2: right okay. yes yes that's what you're saying yes
0: and yeah. so you're you're disguising it under this religious belief system when really it's your opinion
1: and she's trying to force her view on this international child care program like if you want to push your beliefs go work for a conservative religious child care set up
0: so, so and, and so, here would be my question for like the suit right which and i'm not a lawyer and i'm not trying to get technical but like was she fired for not reading the books
2: it seems that way according it sounds to the like it
0: because if that's the case then like just get somebody else to read the books right like
2: well there's that too i well, mean i mean ostensibly she's fired because she's not doing what her employers asked her to do which I think basically is the hallmark of staying employed. You do what well, your employer wants And I don't know about do California,
0: job. but in Maryland, <laughs> right. we're a no-fault no state. Like, this right. suit wouldn't go anywhere because I don't have to give a reason for firing you.
1: I think like, we're a whole no-fault country. No-fault, and it's your fault if you get fired.
0: Well, I mean, maybe if the California...
1: <laughs> maybe
0: if this if this organization in California if the director was stupid enough to write down this reason in her termination report then she might have a case right
1: but yeah right it might be thin ice depending on the state laws and
0: depending on what the letter her letter says <clears throat> and, and it's an
1: international program so does it bring into like are there things beyond the U.S that come
2: into play here no it doesn't matter what whether you're an international if you're a national Corporation. When you're in the U.S., you got to follow U.S. laws. Okay. Yeah, US and when you're in law. California, in you have to follow like California and, and a specific state that Right. Sense. Exactly. Hmm. Exactly. But again, again, I learned so much from you guys you're welcome uh this whole question mr um,
0: almost congressman
2: <laughs> you know i didn't want to say it out loud i'm glad you did huh. i love it but again hey, again look, I'm, different you no know,
1: i'm i'm a double dry listen, hopped ipa in, there you go
2: <laughs> different state different issues right they gotta they gotta they gotta deal with their governor almost being kidnapped so they got they got other they got yeah, other fish to fry. thank you Uh, I mean,
0: which the, the other problem of what we just said is if you get fired for discrimination, like genuine, in my opinion, genuine discrimination, Mm -hmm. then it kind of gets put under no fault. And as long as they don't write down, like we fired you because your skirt was too short or you, you know, blah, 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 then uh, there's problems with it too. But I'm really getting, I'm wondering, I, I have religious beliefs fatigue in terms of lawsuits, but yeah. I also yeah. I will also argue that as progressive Christians we don't use it enough, There's you know that. that that like this could be to our advantage. But so
2: so the question I have though is so she says her religious beliefs are you know marriage is God and union between one man one woman or as I like to call it the holy threesome. Um, but then my question becomes is has she been trying to teach this to the children as well? Ah. Right. So that, is it not that's not just her personal so is, belief. Right. Is she is she just saying I'm not reading this book because this is what I believe, or is she telling this to the children as well? Because if she's saying this to the children, then we got it. Then we got an issue. Like on our, on our right,
0: horizons is not a religious institution. No, it's not. And so they, but so there's a couple of things there, right? Then like, it would be so titled
1: bright, Dim Horizons. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry. Sorry, go ahead, Shane.
0: No, I can't. I can't. <laughs>
2: and we found our show title. That's the one.
0: That's the one. What's what's the time can't. check? What's the time mark I on cute. this?
2: That's that's the one.
0: Hold on. <laughs> okay. <sighs> I'll get it back, I promise. I don't know you will have that. <sighs> so, oh, it's so sad. Okay. So. <laughs> So they are not a religious institution, nor are they in a state or a country where this is illegal. Right. Mm-hmm. So she is not in a school in, you know, for girls in Iran where she is teaching right. something that is anti, yes, you know, government, state policy, anti-policy in any way. And I would more than guess that there are children in that classroom with same-sex parents and or know somebody with the same like there's no way around that, right? um even if this is southern not all Southern California is liberal like Orange County is not you know, whatever I don't know exactly where this is, but it doesn't matter. yes yeah, and or have.
1: queer kids <clears throat> that she's reading to.
0: well, exactly and and let's so, be honest at that even at that age you may know.
2: Right, um, so a little more detail is she's an associate teacher, and um, yes, so
0: she's like a helper.
2: Uh, right. Uh, also, mm. I mean, felt, we have
0: a preschool, like,
2: but what yeah. she asked was, uh she she went through the books. um she said, reading such books of children would violate her religious beliefs and constitute promotion of intimate relationships and choices. Contrary to the teachings of her faith, and she asked for the books to be removed. Oh, uh um, so and she didn't want anyone reading them. She didn't want anyone reading right. Them. So uh plot thickens. So it's not the even teacher... that they
0: made they said if you don't read it, you're fired.
2: Right. So so, so she's here's...
0: imposing her religious beliefs exactly.
2: on the organization. She's asking them to take the books out. The teacher agreed. <laughs> lead teacher agreed to take the books out but also she reported it to uh, the director of the location and it's the director who got upset with the removal yeah. request and said if you cannot celebrate with us then bright horizons is not a place for you and then uh she said she was told to leave the center was given i would have done
0: the same thing as an employer
2: yeah yeah she submitted. If you can't follow
0: our curriculum,
2: right. Exactly. This is
0: our curriculum. If you can't follow our curriculum, yeah. then you can't work here.
1: Right. Not confusing. I think
0: that's a it's not confusing. It's completely reasonable. So yep. there's plenty of church preschools out there that believe the way that you do. Yes. Go work for one of them.
2: Oh, Ooh. and oh, this is this is also good. Uh the Bright Horizons issued a memo requiring her to undergo training to comply with the company policy of promoting same-sex marriage, same-sex parenting. And failure to celebrate diversity would represent grounds for disciplinary action up to and including termination. There so you go. This,
0: so she actually should not. So she probably, can she win this suit? Probably not.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I rest my case.
0: Probably not. Like that, so I'm sorry, like, it's, so I've served in churches that, I've every church I've served has had a preschool. I know this stupid law ridiculously in and out because we have had to fire people. And I'm actually- as the head of staff, I'm the head of the preschool, even though there's a director of the preschool, like yeah, I understood. have to be in the firing room, you know, whatever. Understood. And if it's part of your policy and it's part of your handbook and this is a require, like there, she's got no leg to stand on none. Now, the the should part, there are people that would say, like, this is totally fine, but I am not OK like even as a pastor, if I, I it is not my job to go in and push my religious beliefs on secular organizations
2: right right correct that yeah. is if not this, if like, this if this was a Christian church preschool maybe I'd
0: who you know sp- where she was specifically where she was a Christian educator and yeah. she was asked to set policy of theology for these children that may be appropriate
2: Correct. so so part of the part of the lawsuit is because uh she asked for a religious accommodation and they denied her so so part of her issue is that they, they didn't even try to meet her meet her halfway so um that's why they're calling I, it uh unlawful and, and, and i
0: don't think they needed to
2: I don't think they needed to either. If It was very mm-hmm. clear that like, this is who we I don't are. Think, this is what we stand for.
0: I think she's using a, they wanted to meet me halfway. The way my ex-husband uses meet me halfway, which is do it my way or not. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. exactly. Right. And so you use the language of, why don't you meet me halfway here? When you're saying you either do it my way or yeah. that's the yeah. end of it.
2: Or get out of here. Yeah. 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 yeah it's 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 a sad space we're in and
0: they said there's the door
2: right (laughs) right as was their right to
0: as was their right to yeah well i'm glad we legislated that for everybody
2: there you go Mm. (laughs) of theology court is in session
0: (laughs) we should do a show
2: (laughs) oh my god wait what
0: (laughs) where we drink beer and we solve cases
2: (laughs) oh my god uh do you listen to and self crimes and and judge steve harvey is there you go Uh, john hodgman has that's his whole podcast people bring cases and issues to him and and he's oh my god john hodgman is so good i
0: think that should be our new patreon side hustle (laughs) where um i love it we educate uh, over
1: issues (laughs) i like this all
0: right yeah yeah. Well, not? thank you, friends, for turning into Pub Theology Live. We hope you found it very informational. Please don't use this as real information <laughs> for your life. <laughs> we
2: really need some disclaimers. <laughs>
0: Asterix lawyers told us who we don't have any, but we guarantee that lawyers would tell us, do yeah. not follow this legal advice. You can show your love for the show by becoming a supporter on Patreon get access to pre or post show banter and more visit patreon.com slash pt live to get started and a big thank you to our current patrons listen anytime on soundcloud stitcher spotify apple and google podcasts top cities this week were miami florida Nice. montley minnesota and san pablo california where that teacher is probably from watch us live tuesdays on facebook around 1 p.m today's wednesday we don't care join us anytime find or create a pub theology in your own town learn more at pubtheology.com and until next time friends drink responsibly and keep those conversations flowing Oh,
2: well, well, you, well done. You, you just had to give him the old conversations, didn't you?
0: Conversations. Conversations.
2: conversations? <laughs> a, little, a little more hiss on that S there.
0: <laughs> oh. oh
2: my goodness! Yeah, that, was that was whole fun. beard article, was man. Fun. I was like, what that was the was hell?
0: Fun. Oh my god! That was I was fun.
2: immediately suspicious. So I'm reading the question, and and staff writer at Desiring God, and. As soon as I saw the name of the West, I'm like, oh, shit, come on. Oh, oh, that that, like that hurt me to read.